Hi guys, this is Shanti and Giselle on For The Record Podcast, a platform that explores topics and concerns of millennials. For the record, for the record, dun, dun, dun. you're pushing 30. When did you last hear that? Like if you haven't hit your 30s yet. When did you last hear that? Probably at someone's wedding, yes. someone's birthday, someone just got when your auntie, that's my personal favorite, you oh, ate, <laughs> really, <laughs> have you thought about it, and you're just like, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, what's wrong with pushing 30? Exactly, and you know what, it really is just like time is a construct. I feel like it can be a bit of a loser. It's a social construct. It really yeah. is. Some people don't even like find themselves until midway through their life in terms of career and like why do we have so much pressure to get everything done by like literally twenty five? When we were sixteen, <laughs> did you have that fear feeling like you were like, when I'm twenty five, are we married? Oh my kids, I'm gonna be doing all this stuff because twenty five se- seemed like such a long way away from sixteen. I think as soon as you're 18 though it's like age is just calm and good and you're like oh, oh I'm at this stage yeah. that I thought I'm at that age that I thought I'd be this this and that mm-hmm. and I'm so far away from that yeah. and I think our aim in today's podcast actually is for just to discuss and exchange experiences mm-hmm. on like for people actually yeah, essentially who are just turning 30s like i'm 27 i'm gonna be 28 in january yeah. and it's like for example for the past year and a bit my my stepmother has been saying you're pretty much 30 and i'm like no boo why are we are missing out gonna, numbers the math three like, girl, what's about right? two right? years? Do you know how it works? <laughs> he did 2020, minus 93. You're not getting 30. Like, nope. you're, not, you're not getting that. <laughs> anyway, we're just going to talk about, um, like, the... It's like the overall concerns, I guess, us young millennials have. And just actually being able to cancel them. Because these are just insecurities, these are fears that can sometimes be a bit ration- irrational. Um, exactly. So we're here to discuss... Talk about, about it. it. <laughs> because the first things first, I think if you're pu- whether you're pushing thirty, whether you're pushing thirty-five, because everyone's got a scary age. Yeah. Like, and I just figured, I just realized one thing: your scary age is just gonna get scarier and scarier and scarier unless you find a way to like be comfortable with it and realize mm-hmm. that every time you're hitting an age or you're hitting a milestone or you're getting at that yeah. closer to that scary age that should actually be like a celebration of how exactly. far you've made it yeah. like you're surviving you're mm. this vessel that's transform transporting you from experience a to experience b to mm-hmm. experience c is surviving it is like and we need to make well done wins, you know? Like, sometimes it's not going to be this big, huge ribbon of a milestone where everyone needs to know. Sometimes it's literally, as you said, just surviving. Or even within that time period of surviving, you've hit milestones. Like, you haven't really sat back and thought, oh, mm. you know? Sometimes you have to give yourself that reflection 
to self-praise it's important and I think that helps motivate you to continue and carry on on that path so a hundred percent what's your scary age actually how want to know my scary age I would say is 35 by faith, yes. I feel like if I have kids, I'm married. I'm That's okay. it. Your chef life. That's it. Done. So day, it's a bit tricky. Our guys are shanty. Like the baby face won't be a baby no more, okay? It's not cute anymore. Girl, your baby face ain't going nowhere. Girl. There's a shop life to take everything. There is. I'm banking on my baby face for the next 20 years. You better not. 25. No, not baby face, but like skin. Right, a skin vision. What about you? What you I mean, there's scary? definitely things you can do. My scary age, I feel like whether I like it or not, and I'm going to be completely honest, I feel like my scary age is now 30 because mm. I always used to say, do you remember back in college when oh we had God. friends and they'd be like, at 25, I'd be blah, 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 blah. I used to be that, that girl that's like, no, I want to do that 30 because 25 is sooner than we exactly. think. And all my friends were like, no, at 30, your eggs are starting to like, you know, all this stuff. I probably that you was one hear. of them. No, like, shit. <laughs> I feel like we had that conversation <laughs> yes. before. Yeah. Because what well, you guys might some... not know, yeah. you might know. <laughs> I've known this girl since I was like, was Eight, that 18 17, 18? I was 19, yes, no, man. Oh, my literally. God. It's, so we've known each other since uni. 10 years? How? Since, yeah, since, since literally, like, probably week three or two of, oh, of uni. Yes. And we've been, like, friends ever since. So we've literally gone through so, so many. Oh, ebbs and, what's the ebbs and flows mm. in life? But beautiful. Yeah. Ebbs and flows. It's been beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, it's like, who would you rather have a sort of, like, conversational sort 100%. of platform than someone who's been there with you yeah, for, like, seven hours trying to figure <laughs> out a mental breakdown that you were having? Everyone say who the you is in this context. Probably both of us. I don't know. But um, it's like we've been through that. And it's like, yeah, so, like, um, growing up, every time I used to be like, no, at 30, I want to be married. I want to have oh my, my business. I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do that. And I never really took in time um, to sort of like consider that in order to start the business, I probably will have to learn certain things. Yeah, right. Exactly. I never took that in consideration. Like, in order to find my husband, I probably should consider like time that I need to like, get to know myself. Exactly. Right. And be like the best version of myself in mm. order to be ready when that person comes in. Exactly. And now that I'm getting ready to, like, ready to, well, closer rather to that <laughs> age, I'm like. <gasps> <laughs> it is literally like an anxiety inducing thought. Like, as the time ticks, the anxiety kicks bars. <laughs> it, it really does. Ooh, you should, like, remix that. <laughs> But then it's like, what is it that you feel like you're doing in order to cope with um, getting closer to your mm. scary age? Because, like, mine is sooner than yours. Yeah. So I feel like maybe our, our the way we navigate it might be a little bit different. Definitely. I mean, to be honest, before I, I don't even know where 
35 came from because 30 I think overall is my scary age but I'm trying to give myself some time like not trying to put so much pressure on myself mm. more so in terms of, like children yeah. ideally I would want to be a young mom you know 33 being my latest age of having all my kids but things happen mm. and you've got to give yourself insurance you know <laughs> with time so that's uh, interesting because it's like you want to be a young mom mm-hmm. i just want to be a rich mom i don't care <laughs> right exactly <laughs> i just want to be like boop, 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 boop. they'll take care of that don't worry you're like what do you do as you come out of the car <laughs> i'm married <laughs> yes <go on. laughs> when it's that so was hard, mean, guys if you had like a- Oh gosh, yeah, that's no, a meme. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> if you don't, please look it up. It's like when I saw her, I was like, you know, yeah. when you're a little girl and you see a princess and you're like, that's my favorite princess. <laughs> I love her. Giving me all the energy. Yes, yes, that was it. I saw her and I was like, yeah, I'm doing this all wrong. Back to the so much board, conviction. You know? like, I loved okay, it. <laughs> you're not gonna get. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> But yeah. Okay, so my way personally, mm-hmm. my coping mechanism, if you would, mm-hmm. if you will call it that, to dealing with my like things I've accomplished. Yeah. Um, some of my coping mechanism or things that I, tools that I've put into place mm-hmm. to help me deal with my scary age is um a couple of things. Sometimes it's just a reminder, like, yeah, but you didn't consider that in order to be a business owner you might need to study mm, business you've exactly. done that tick and then it makes me feel like oh cool i'm on the right path to that sometimes i need a list right i think i need a list of all the things i've been oh, not all the things but all the top three things i can think about yeah. that have led me to like getting closer to being the best version of 30 year old me yeah so i would say then to reiterate that for you mm. would be to self-affirm which is amazing. I think it's important to mm-hmm. almost reassure yourself. And then also to set realistic goals. So you say you like to have lists. Smart Again. goals, everybody. Yeah. But that's you another thing. Be smart. Exactly. I think that's another thing that we have to touch upon. It's giving ourselves realistic goals and realistic deadlines. Or should we say deadlines? Because it's all subjective. <laughs> um, mm. You don't want to be saying something like, I want to be... I don't know, a seven-figure turnover billionaire at the, like next year. If the work is not really being set in place, we need to be realistic, okay? So, I, do I mean, think yeah, it takes 10 years to, to be an overnight success. Exactly. Um, Just always remembering that. Yeah, and, you know, I do agree. Setting realistic goals will help you minimalize the anxiety that you probably have when thinking about all your goals and stuff because you can achieve it all and you know what a lot can happen in a year but you have to be realistic at the same time it's good to be optimistic but have a some form of a plan or strategy that you can implement into your life kind of thing um Mm. i would also say actually having good habits so i started reading or Atomic habits. <laughs> I was gonna say automatic. Like, yes. That's not it. <laughs> no, it's like atomic Betty. Think about atomic Betty. I don't always think about that. 
but he um, really, the author puts some really great like um insights in terms of the parallel with athletes and just with everyday people so he says like it starts with minuscule changes yeah for example the british cycling team in order to perfect their speed and the performance it started from small as in looking at the screws on the tires mm-hmm. is the seat that you're sitting on comfortable are you getting enough sleep mm-hmm. even the paint on the bike they changed because it said it altered your psyche in terms of mm-hmm. you know association with things and i think it was like over a space of time up to like maybe a year or something all those little changes ended up resulting in a much better performance so I love that example actually mm. because it shows the importance of like customization mm. when you're setting goals to yourself. Exactly. It's like you can um and there's a book, I think it's called Tools of Titans mm. that where this guy, Tim Ferris, um just looks at things that all these successful people do, like first thing they do in the morning, yes. how they kind of thing Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because all of them are different all of them are different and Mm -hmm. it highlights using using that example of tools of titans and the example that you just gave Mm -hmm. i feel like it provides a bit of a perspective on like the importance of knowing yourself of trying this failing because that just didn't work Mm -hmm. for you but then not being not being consistent to a lifestyle or a um, a timetable that doesn't work for you. Exactly. Because you can be consistent and persistent or you can just be adaptable. Exactly. You can be like, do you know what? Waking up at 4 a.m. every morning and doing 30 push-ups does nothing for me. Yeah. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> Writing true. down a chapter for my novel while standing doesn't work for me <laughs> sorry Hemingway you did great I mean you know is it Hemingway or Victor Hugo I can't even remember <laughs> one of them <laughs> um loved writing standing and I tried it once mm. and I was like what is this right. what is no I need comfort yeah. and a little bit of stress exactly and it's like taking all of these things into consideration and realizing that actually this has worked for me this week. It doesn't mean that this is how I'm always going to do it. Yeah. But it means that I can tweak a few exactly. things and still reach my goal. Mm-hmm. And the more tweaks you do, the more customization you're actually including into mm-hmm. your own lifestyle and into your own, your very own, um, you can even call it, how do you call it? What's that word that they use? Bespoke. <laughs> You're very honest. I'm really like waiting on it. I'm like, mm. you know? like uh, this is um. thing. I love that word. Because <laughs> at school, when we're, when we're learning about like um, customization, they were mm. talking about how Ford did this and Ford could do that. And I was like, yeah, he oh was providing God. a Every bespoke experience. <laughs> and, and, and then this man was like, um, yeah, but let's just call it high levels of customization. So oh, I'm God. So I'm coming in <laughs> here with my, all my fashion lingo. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, on the seriousness, I think that's very important yeah. to just try different things. Because I used to think that the secret to 
dealing with the goals that you set yourself is to just be consistent. Mm. If I'm consistent, if I'm persistent, if I'm da 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 da. And it's like, no, because that you could be persistent with something that the wrong way. As you said, it is about tailoring it to yourself, but more importantly, mm. setting those small habits that will get you to the goals that you want to achieve. I mean, if you don't mm. have a right set of habits, and I do agree, it is trial yeah. and error, you're not going to get to where you want to be. It's just all dreaming at this point, you know? Um, so that's one thing. Do you feel like the notions of scary age is um, is something that was instilled? Do you think it's more to do with nature or nurture? Do you think we just, as women, because it's different for men than it is mm-hmm, for women, true. men don't necessarily have to think the clock is ticking. Yet, but, in certain parts of the world, women are like yes, and almost no. two times that age and popping children. So do you feel like I think um, the question of like you're pushing 30 as it is, or you're, you're getting closer to a scary age, do you feel like it's more of to do with nature or nurture? And I think it depends on the gender because Mm -hmm. what you were saying about biologically for us women, there is a clock, right? And so that would induce the anxiety Mm -hmm. of these scary ages. For a guy, it's society pressures in terms of providing. Do you have the, you know, your money goal in order to be the provider of your family Mm. or so Mm. forth? And that also links in with the whole thing of finding perfect partner because for what I hear from a lot of guy friends is you know if you don't have the right car the right job or whatever girls ain't checking for you kind of thing so that I think it's nature and nurture and I think it it Mm. intertwines for both genders it's not so linear in the sense of oh it's just a biological clock for us because not all men want to have children some women can't even have kids so that skews that whole perception of I'm I'm feeling um, anxious about a certain age because of children, example, you know. Um, No, that was just like one segment of it. mm. But I see what you mean. Because, yeah, it's very macro, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Because some women might not um, want to have children, but they might want to make partner at the term. And then they're thinking this. But then again, it's more to the scary age as a concept. Do you think we're born with it, thinking by this time I want to do this, or do you think it's the outside definitely outside. pressure and everything that we're exposed to? Definitely yeah, I outside. think it's to do more with the outside, yeah. and I think it mm. also is dependent on what kind of society you were brought up in, or what type of um, mm. family or culture you've been brought up in. Because, say, for example, maybe a West African um, familial. Um, background it's all like you need to get to university you need to be able to have you know your medical degree <laughs> and have children and get married oh, goodness, yeah. all of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's not just exclusive to that but I'm just saying like when I do hear yeah. from like certain people it's trying to juggle so many balls at the same time and it's near to impossible where are you finding and expectations time? expectations <laughs> that aren't yeah. necessarily yours. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, that also takes a hand in mental health as well. Um, and how these anxieties can go into depression or other types of um, mental illnesses if not checked. And I, and I can assume, like, especially our generation, with having 
so much access to information compared to maybe generations before it's even put so much more pressure in it in terms of just social media you know when people say keep up with the drones it's amplified now <laughs> like you're seeing all types of drones yes. <laughs> so but it's crazy the amount of um data that we see online mm. that we're exposed to online exactly that it's crazy the amount that is actually mostly like theatrical oh, of course it's like very people who are data. literally yeah people who are really and sometimes you forget this like mm. you know it's but true. you forget like when you're waking up and you think oh man this right? breakfast in paris i don't want Honestly, that like, like it's like everyday you know, travel you know it's probably <laughs> <laughs> you know that not anyone who travels honestly like i mm, i how the whole this, pandemic this year, <laughs> much, obviously. but it's just an example though because even people who are like together you see mm. them like having it's almost like we're presented just the image yeah but then we make our very own like um sort of dedications of it and yeah. it's like even though we know even though we're not theatrical to an extent because how many we've all been in relationships mm. how many how often do you just get the perfect shot that's like exactly. looks like it's straight out of a little segment of Vogue or whatever but little do they know that and there was probably think, 50 frames of that scene <laughs> you know what I mean it's and that's cool that's cool we went to journalism <laughs> school we, we know we know you know we know what it takes to get that frame we um we we mm. <laughs> we know but the principle behind oh, it friends. is that <laughs> but it's just that you forget yeah and then you think oh my gosh that's so nice and then i think subconsciously when you let that lean that ego comes out niggling at you like bitch you have not done this did you know yeah. that stacy has now yeah. got five houses <laughs> <laughs> is that at the age of 22 and i'm only Girl, I'm bringing this <laughs> up only because very often I have like certain amount, some of my friends, for example, mm. who would then call me and be like, oh, we're breaking up. And I'm like, but you were perfect together. Right. Even if I don't say that aloud, right. I think, huh. And then it would be like, well, of course, if they were read, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like as well, it can and set just... your anxiety in different levels. Like where you were just saying in a moment ago, where you've perceived this almost ideal relationship, seeing it break down in the middle of your 20s where it's like, oh, you're seeing people get engaged now. If they're not working out, then what hope do I have? <laughs> do you know what I mean? So... No word of a lie, but <laughs> literally, for people I know, I've oh been my engaged God. in the past 10 months. It's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. No, I mean, I think the but... pandemic has a lot of hands to it, too. I mean... I'm just saying, it's probably amplified things. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's also like an age thing, in my opinion, mm. to an extent. A lot of people are a lot of people are approaching this career age, mm. and I think they're like, "Do this, do this, get a promotion, marry the girl, marry him, do this, do this," right. and then which is lovely. But I think um, once again, just sort of like tackling bags mm -hmm. or maybe circling that yeah. sort of nature versus nurture thing i think one way to tackle or to to tackle <laughs> the fear of your scary age <laughs> could be to ask yourself whether or not truly deep down 
you're really scared because you were just conditioned to be scared. Mm. You know, like how you're you're born and you fall and you're like, oh, that hurts. Let me not do that again. Yeah. Are you really born thinking, oh gosh, I already have it to get everything together by thirty, or is it more to do with the outsider? outside pressures and if you see outside pressures then it's like just do a list of things that you can do for yourself whether it's coping mechanism mm. um with, of like how to deal with that I mean, auntie who's yeah. always like oh my hard, god that whether it's like yeah just every day come back with stop asking me when get married like you know my favorite answer to them is like um were you married at my age and they're usually like yeah and I had like 100 kids and I'm like oh okay did you ever disagree like what now <laughs> and I'm like I'm I just not. kidding cares about degrees <laughs> but really I kind of make a point um, that's not that's not an example that's not really an advice that I'm giving any of you because none of my aunties love me I'll tell you that for free however it's like you can just sort of figure out am I really scared like for example if your your objective is to have kids by this age just be like okay what's preventing me from doing that is it mm. because I haven't met the ideal partner just really like be brutally honest with yourself I feel like personally that has helped me yeah being brutally honest with myself and being like okay if I wanted to be a mom at 30 would I want to be a mom at 30 still coping with these issues that I'm dealing with, whether that's poor conflict resolution, mm. bad communication skills, bad time management. Even with that being said, some people are not that advanced to being self-reflective. And I feel like with, for example, for you, that's amazing. And it's actually very emotionally mature of you to be able to self-reflect like that. But for those who can't, I would say... Find people that you really trust who can be objective with you. And sometimes you need to answer, you need to ask these questions to maybe your soul tribe or your support network who can be honest with you Honestly. with love, you know? Because yeah. I'm not gonna, we've had so many conversations together on the phone and it's always a nice balance of, you know, of objectiveness, but some form of bias because you know the context of the individual you're talking to. And that can help build your yeah. own self-reflection afterwards. I think that's great. But I feel like we had to reach a level of doing that work on our own kind mm. of thing. Mm. Which is why I sort yeah. of, um, for example, suggested this bit. Just ask yourself what's annoying you. Is it nature because you think you're going to run out of time if you don't do A, B, C, and D? Mm. Most likely than not, you're going to realize that actually it's not really nature. And if it's nurture, then it's like, cool. It's because your auntie will have done this. So, you know, yeah. so many examples that you can come up with. I keep saying the word auntie because <laughs> it's obviously they're, auntie all, they're, running, <laughs> they're running our lives. And uh, they could also Nobody be asked um, for the unsolicited advice. <laughs> but like... Keep it, Margaret. I... Um, <laughs> but having said that, me. it's like once you've done that for yourself... Um, going to that friend that you trust that's mm. a very very good 100%. and just being like hey um just don't want to make this awkward or anything but I really just want to know because I'm trying to better myself yeah. you know and we've had many of this but I feel yeah. like if you hadn't done that there's only so much someone can tell you if they feel like you're not ready to be receptive that's true 
I do feel like sometimes though a rude awakening can be beneficial to some people, not to everyone. But yeah, you know, just to open their <laughs> eyes. It's not all mirrors and smoke screens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you know, yeah, people, yeah, people respond to things differently. Yeah. I feel like personally, I think as far as we're concerned, yeah. It's like we had done the basic bit mm-hmm. and then, for example, you'd say, hey, I noticed that there's room for improvement on A, B, C, and D. And I'd be like, actually, you might want to add whoosh, yeah, exactly. this, this. And you do the same for me where you're like, um, this is not acceptable. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. With that level, I feel like it comes with trial and error. Like, we're not oracles. It We're does. still learning ourselves. Oh, no. I don't think we could have even gotten to this Speaking point this of self-reflection without constantly hitting the road bumps, you know? And being like, you know what? There's something iffy about this area of my life because I keep getting the same results. I think that's when you, once you get to that place, you then start to put the work in. And then you can ask people if you feel comfortable to do that because... And I mean, finally, mm-hmm. if things seemed quite sweet in one area, like, you know, you're just rocketeering into your career, you're not necessarily doing that reflection, you know? To yeah. The, to the extent that maybe where you're hitting those road bumps, you would. But I think what you said is amazing. It's I think this you need to put the work in to get to the next stage. And also normalised therapies, hello. 100%, right. nothing wrong with that there's in fact it's like the best thing you can do Mm. because you're literally investing your time and money in yourself exactly it's the best gift you can have for yourself to give to yourself Mm. is therapy and counseling and not to put that weight necessarily always on your loved ones because that is a lot to Mm. take on (laughs) you know go to someone's objective of that yeah yeah i think that you just mentioned loved ones and I realized another thing that helps as well <clears throat> once you've identified the maybe the people who are putting pressure on mm. you when there are family members I feel like it's really really important to look at the words they're saying to you mm. however annoying it may be it's important to look at it from a point of view of like objectivity with an empathetic no more like with an empathetic Okay. Gaze? Is that a thing? An empathetic gaze? Oh my god. <laughs> I know I've got those female gaze. Like, eh. <laughs> now, like, just like be empathetic because it's like your mom is probably saying that to you because she has back to in her time, to most likely. She is. Yeah, in order to survive or mm. depending what she's been through, like, um, what, what, depending on her, on her. It could also be a dad. Depending on your yeah. parents or your elders or your family members' cultural experiences, they see you being part of a tribe, you being part of, you know, um, being married or being part of this, belonging to this group as a way of ensuring your survival because mm-hmm. they can no longer be there every day making sure you've eaten, you've slept right, you've done this. Mm-hmm. But they're like, it's okay if that person who's like, a, B, C, and D, then she'll be okay. Or if he's with someone who's like that, he'll be yeah. okay. It's important to look at that and just be like, okay, they mean well. However, let me find out what that is for me. Exactly. I feel like that's super important. Okay. And then um, after that, you just have examples yeah. of people who made it quite late in life. Yeah, exactly. If they're doing um, all right. They're thriving. 
Yeah, I feel like even with that being said, because you do hear like mm. extreme cases where sometimes, you know, your parents may not see eye to eye because they're coming from a an old school lens of doing things. Like nowadays, obviously it's not for everybody, but you really can make money on YouTube. You might want to be a a podcaster or something or whatever that is. And the pressures of going through an old, old school, kind of almost archaic kind of doing things is pressurizing for you because you might spend, I don't know, five to six years in medical school and you know this is not what you want to do. But time is of the essence at the same time. And I think you have to really stand in your truth and be honest with yourself because whose life are you really living? Let's be honest, as much as we love our parents, when they go, it's only you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you have it doesn't to- even have to be like that. They don't even have to go, go. Like, once they're done screaming at you on the phone or like um, when they come visit you at your apartment exactly. and they're like blah 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 they go back to their lives where they may go and have tea out. and whatever right. with their friends and then it's you exactly it's you 10 years from now you're not going to be like because what's your mom going to say 10 years from now when you've done everything she wanted you to do and you're not happy yeah exactly it's gonna be like, well you should be grateful is she gonna be like sorry <laughs> that's it <laughs> It's then true. yeah now you have to live that life yeah it takes it takes a lot of courage yourself it takes it takes a take a couple of really good friends who yeah. are gonna be like nice of course two and a half is too young to get married to someone <laughs> you don't know of course no, i'm just kidding it may work for some people but it's just like if something, if you're not feeling, like, you need to trust your, your instinct exactly. thing and just sign the Tumblr oh, post. Okay. Okay. Life or whatever. It's like once you trust everything that is happening, that you're exactly where you're meant and you're experiencing things that will in the long run, honestly, mm. those little comments, you just hear them and you're like, yeah, I am almost 30. <laughs> Can you believe it? It's a learning curve. Oh. I think you have to be kind to yourself at the same time. Like, yes, put the work in. Yes, True. go to your soul tribe or your support network. But also be kind to yourself. There's nothing worse mm. than being your worst enemy. I mean, we are our own um, biggest critics. And That's true. things take time. It's not going to be an overnight thing. That's in literally every aspect of your life. With your career, with your mm. love life, your, your dreams and goals. Like... It's just, it just doesn't work that way. So know that you're human. You have literally and hopefully a long life to live where you can make those mistakes. And also be present with the now and not always look looking in the future. Like enjoy the now. Enjoy where you are right now and that moment because when that goes and you look back after years, you don't want to be in a place of, hmm, you know, I remember feeling quite anxious in this period of my time, but what I was doing was just procrastinating through, or, you know, sorting through anxiety, you know? Like, it's okay mm. to just 
worrying glass for you. Yeah. Well, not for you, more like it to you. It robs you, you mm. of like living in the moment yeah. and enjoying the experiences. Mm. I feel like you're 100% right. And, you know, life is long. I feel exactly. like every time people say, you know, life is short or you only live once it's like no if you've got a month to live if yeah. someone was to tell me that i've got like a month to live mm-hmm. i'd rather spend that month living it to the fullest mm-hmm. than being like i spent that month trying to be the image of what a b c and exactly. d wanted me to yeah. be for them. Yeah. so you know Definitely. just believe in yourself and take every step you need to get where you want to be and I don't know. I'd say that for the record, you've got time. You do. You've got you time. Really do. <laughs> like, and also know that not every pathway is set in stone. You can change that route. Like, it's like, I've, we know so many cases where people, they spend years in law school and then randomly, well, to us randomly, but, you know, maybe in their mind they were always thinking this, they change course and think something completely different. So that, that is not even a joke. It's happened to one of my friends. Yeah. She graduated everything mm. and we're all like, are you excited? She's like, yes, not for me. <laughs> you know, the funny thing so is, I have two friends yeah. in um, like qualified um, lawyers and mm-hmm. they both have only been in their career qualified for like two years and they're already ready to give up. Like they're done you know and imagine that's five years of your life you're you're trading to be this pinnacle and then you realize eh, it's not really up it's not all what it's cracked up to be and that's okay that's that's okay okay. because no experience ever goes to waste anyway a hundred percent every experience you get is going to enrich you Mm. in one way or another so it's like like everything is an investment Mm. into yourself a hundred percent so you get this i echo that a hundred percent for real right how do you get back to those crazy aunties though (laughs) you just show it through your actions you know quiet and the noise because you know what they're never gonna stop talking they're never gonna stop having your name in their mouth <laughs> so you can you know do what? is just saying this they feel peaceful and you you're like peace and confident and mm. content with your life choices nothing can bother you it's true like it's okay to go against the status quo of things it's not like I said before, it's not set in stone where you go. And that's okay. Your your choices are tangible. They can be changed, you know. And that's the beauty of life. You have time to do that, you know. So You've got time. Got and time. that's the conclusion. <laughs> You've got this. You've got, got this, guys. You've got it. And if you don't, you have hopefully someone or support system to help you lift you up. So yeah, you've got us. Like email yeah. us, right? Ask us questions. Like we've <laughs> we that fallen email. on our faces long <laughs> enough, <Yes>. honestly, <laughs> to be able to at least advise one person. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that was it on this week's episode of For the Record. 